What's happening? What's good? It's another episode of Two Tones. We right back. Two back, man. What is it? Two days? Two days. Twice. Twice in a week, man. Twice in a week. Two Tones Thursday and Two Tones Tuesday. That's what we do, man. We've been we working animators. on some things, but this this is an episode we absolutely needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, Tony Timberlake three here. You follow me Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can also yeah, follow this podcast on um, iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, comment, share, all that please, good stuff. Please, um, SoundCloud. You can follow us at Two Tones Podcast. Um, share the links, comment, all that good stuff. We appreciate um, all of it, man. You can follow us on Instagram at Two Tones Podcast, the number yes, two sir. Tones Podcast, all one word, mm-hmm. and on Twitter mm-hmm. at Two Two Tones. That's the number two, T W O T O N E S. My co host is here. What's happening? What's good, King? What's good, everybody? Tony said everything you need to hear, um, but I'm Tony Lee at Tony Lee underscore on Twitter. T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. Um, follow me. Uh, we may have new listeners because of this episode. We may not. But all you faithful listeners, thank you. Um, thank you all for listening to the past episode, which featured uh, some of our biggest supporters, Lene and Erica. And Definitely. we released it twice in a week because we could, and it's our show, and we just, we here, man. So, yeah. Right. Um, so, let's get cracking. Let's talk about this NBA. We didn't talk about it that much last episode. We kind of touched on it, but let's talk about it. Um, game three. I ain't gonna, if you're, honestly, if you're, I don't got much to talk about it this episode. I'm gonna say one quick thing, and listen, this is do or die. This is do or die. I don't got much to talk about it. Oh, this is I'm absolutely you, do or die for Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is do or die. Like because this, this is do or die. I'll say this: there's like, I think it's impossible for Cleveland to beat Golden State in four out of five games. Okay, which is what they would have to do now to win this series. But I yeah. think it's even more impossible for them to win four straight against against Golden State. Four straight yeah. against that team. That team plays the same way every night. Yeah. That team is inspired. I went all the way back. <laughs> no. <laughs> that Yo, that Cleveland Cavaliers team but is I, uninspired. But the, no, thing, but like, the thing is... Cleveland hasn't really played all that great so far this series in the first two games. They haven't. They really but haven't. But Golden State hasn't really played well either. There's just been someone who has stepped up to the make bench, up the difference. Man. The first the game, it up. was the bench. It was Leandro Barbosa. It was Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. It was Sean Livingston combining together. I think together they all have like 41 points, 42 points, something yeah, like that. Killed. Um then game two, Draymond Green, that freaking 28, 12, and like seven assists. Like, that's a, cra- yeah. that's a crazy stat line for any kind of game, let alone a finals game. And a game in which you're going to be playing, you're going to be defending someone two to three inches taller than you, minimum. Or you're going to guard LeBron James. Those right. were his assignments. Either Kevin Love or... Timothy Mozgov, if he came in, I don't even know if he came in. Tristan Thompson, I think, has him by a couple inches. And then LeBron, if LeBron is running center when they try to go small. so And Channing Frye got him by like three or four inches. So those are the people he's guarding, um, and he's versatile enough to do it. So to have that kind of defensive assignment and still put up those offensive numbers, crazy. Steph and Clay have had two off nights. 
I do and not. And the team is still killing. That's, yes. Listen. And they've won by a combined 48 points over the first two games. I so, don't think Matt, that Steph and Clay will shoot that bad for the rest of this series. I just don't see it. Man, we said Even the same on the thing road. about Steph. We said the same thing about Steph last year. He didn't play well completely that final series. So it could happen. But the great thing about it is, even if they don't get better and they stay like this, the team is still good. <laughs> like, yeah. the team the team is still killing with or without them. That's the scary thing. They can be off or on this whole series, and it really doesn't matter. But, I mean, still... it's the threat. It's Because you it's know if Steph or Clay hit one shot, the, the door is open for them. When they see one go in, they're gunning. And you have to respect it. You can't not guard them. Yeah. You can't not pay attention to Steph Curry. Because what, what happens if you focus your defense on we're going to shut down Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, and Sean Livingston? Then Steph and Clay going to ball. Because you're not, you're not putting your primary defender on them like you are right now. Man, Golden State's the better team. We know yes. this. Kevin Love is out right now. Um, he didn't matter anyway to me, honestly. Um, so, um, I, I again, I have faith. Probably, like, more than a size of a mustard seed for, Cap, for the Cavaliers because <laughs> I want them to win. More than, I got, like, a you jar of You should be rooting seeds. against them. They in your division. I know, but I like, I want LeBron to get this ring for Cleveland. Like, I want, okay. I want this, right? But... I like Golden State too, so I'm not mad at the winner. I want Cleveland to win, but I know, kind of low key, know that Golden State's going to wind up winning. Yeah, but and I'm not surprised at it. Cleveland, they're not really, you know, they're I, LeBron, I, I, man. I think I asked this question on Twitter after Game <laughs> Two. I said, "Is Golden State the first team to overcome the photo shoot jinx?" Because <laughs> the Pacers had their little Jodeci, uh yeah, we, we get it, photo bro. shoot, we, and they yeah, fell apart. Can. This is the yeah. first team. They had the youth pass the look, though. All of them. So maybe, that's may, a, you, maybe know, you just got to be saved in your photo shoot for it to work for you. And you got Lecrae coming to their games. Listen, man. Word. <laughs> Golden State Golden State's going to probably most likely take a series. I want Cleveland to win. I'm going to still keep saying it because it's the NBA. We said the same thing, and it was down 3-1 OKC. And we was like, it's over. OKC's going to win. Even the Golden State's a different team than Cleveland. Way different. We thought Way it was different. over. So I and, would never count a team out or a series out because it's the NBA. OKC has shown so, historically they don't close things out. Right, but that wasn't a narrative. But it was up three one. Boy, everybody had them. That's, everybody that's thought they finally got it. They fi- we started to think that they, it clicked for them. We like, yo, yeah. two superstars. No way they lose three mm-hmm. straight. They did. Man, we'll see tonight. Well, this will be yeah. by the time y'all hear this, it'll be a it'll done be deal. Two- and um, <laughs> if you if you gonna listen to me, Golden State will be up three nothing. No, it's gonna when be two one. It'll be 3-0. it's gonna be two one. No, it'll be 2-1, but I still think they might low-key win the series. But it's going to be 2-1. Cleveland, ha- this is do or die tonight. If they lose this, there's no way they're coming down from 3-0. If they win this, there's probably still no way they're going to win the series. But come on. so sometimes I'll say this. Andrew Bogut, Andrew Bogut had a monster first quarter in game two. Um, defending yeah. the rim. He blocked LeBron like two or three times. Yeah, um, I was crying. So but, just expect if LeBron is attacking the rim, Andrew Bogut will be in foul trouble tonight. I'm just putting that out there. Andrew Bogut will be in foul trouble tonight if LeBron attacks the rim. 2-1. That's all I got to say about this. I'm done. 2-1. That's It'll all be I got 3-0. Say. Okay. We'll, we'll see. You know. All right. Let's, really... let's move on. Um, let's do it, man. Let's talk about there's been some, some big names dropping some records. Oh, man. Um, Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Has hopped up on Pusha T's single. It's called Drug Dealers Anonymous. Yeah, man. What is dropped? Last week? Yeah, last earlier week. Earlier this week. Like last, last week. Yeah, yeah. Thursday? Last Wednesday or Thursday, I believe, it dropped. Um, Man, 
what did you, how did you how did you feel about it what did you think about it push a skated like push a kill you know um mm-hmm. and jay-z wasn't bad to me like he really wasn't bad at all yeah. he wasn't the he wasn't the jay walking in with the cane you know <laughs> as somebody on he wasn't somebody air gordon he wasn't air gordon from martin nah. air gordon you in it, never mind time, air gordon you out you're out air gordon Nah, he, he wasn't like someone on the timeline stated that, that watched a wrestler that wrestles in a t-shirt. That old wrestler that only wrestles in a t-shirt because he washed up, his body's washed up. Shout out Jay to Sean. Jay wasn't that. Yeah, shout out to Sean. His jokes be low-key fire, but I mean, sometimes. But uh, but nah, Jay wasn't that uh, washed up rap on this one. I like Jay lines, you mm-hmm. know, and I can see an argument for how Jay stole the show, not in lyricism, but like in witty lines and moments in his verse, like the damn Daniel line and the white vans and, yeah. and this and that. And... I forgot what else he said. Something else clever. Duce. You know, he involves Duce in every other rhyme now. Him, Beyonce, the whole team. They're obviously pushing this liquor product. Chuck Tax Stone, because he is too. But yeah, Pusha killed it. And the beat is crazy. I love the beat. The production is so. Yo, the beat yeah. is by DJ Dahi. Yeah, that beat, that beat is fire uh, and it's ominous. <laughs> the beat is yeah, ominous. Man. Now, let Very. me say, let me say this. Um, I was I wasn't. Not that I wasn't paying attention to Pusher, but I knew Pusher. I knew what Pusher would bring to this. When I heard the right. beat and I heard him start, I'm like, okay, this verse will be cool. This will be a, this will be what Pusher does. Pusher does this. Mm-hmm. Right, he does. I was when I saw that Jay was attached to it. I was like, okay, I I, I don't know what to expect really here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Yeah, so I'm listening, and I'm like, yo, this dude is wilding. Now, like Jay, one of the line, like, one, one of the lines that I really was like, "Yo, this dude is crazy." He said, it. "Y'all think Uber's the future? Our cars been autonomous. Mules move the drums, take them to different spots. We just call the shots by simply moving our thumbs." Yo, is triple entendre <laughs> Jay back? Right, right. Because I thought right. about that line: the we call shots just by moving our thumbs. And yeah, I'm like, okay, Uber, he's playing with Uber. You know, you yeah. Uber has an app. You use your thumbs. You pick up your car. You tell it where to go, whatever. Like, or you're texting somebody to make a move or calling somebody like, yo, you need to go do this. So you're using your thumbs in that sense. But the way I took it most, the one that was most obvious to me was we call shots by moving our thumbs. We count this money and we make shots. Yeah, man. I'm like, killed, man. yo, this dude, man. Nuts. This almost got me anticipating a new album from him. I'm still not. Nah. You know, but it ain't got that. No, 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 no. no I, I'm still not. Like, but this almost got me like, yo, because Jay still, he's still Jay. He's not as mm-hmm. on point as he, as before, obviously. But he's still like he got a couple of lines left in him. So that was a dope line. Obviously, uh, push the push the T was better on it, but I'm not mad at Jay at all. The yeah, it was bananas. You know, and obviously there were think pieces and you know, uh, you know, white <laughs> and, America. And shout out and, to Tommy Loren. <laughs> exactly who I was referring to I don't want to say it but if you're coming for our show go Tony Timberlake please don't come at Tony Lee um, <laughs> but yeah uh, but nah she uh, obviously the thank pieces and the ticking things out of context and yeah yeah well but yeah dope record man dope record um, shout out to pushing them man oh, Summer Jam happened too we don't really got to talk much in that but Summer Jam happened late um, <laughs> I don't know about worry about that yeah um, I was in Jersey so I figured but, out, yeah. so before we jump into this next song um, let's talk about this photo. There's a photo floating around with DJ Khaled, Jay Z, Rick Ross, oh, Fabulous, yeah. Pusha T, Two Chains, just a whole bunch of well known hip hop artists are in this picture. I think Swiss was in the picture. 
Mm-hmm. I texted this to my co-host. What did I say when I texted you? Um, you said something like uh, something like a, a world war. What, what do you say? No, I, I said this I is the like anti Aubrey meeting. Right, right, right. You definitely said that the anti Aubrey. Because I think it's good. You got Jay, who is it's rumored that there's beef between Drake and Jay. You got yeah. Pusha T, who's been throwing shots at Drake for years. Obvious shots. Drake just won't respond. Ross threw some shots. Uh-huh. Future. Um, obviously, A Meek future. Mill is attached to Ross and Jay. Future right. has worked with Drake up until very recently. So that was a little interesting. DJ Khaled has worked with Dre. I mean, with Drake. So that was interesting to see them in that picture. Two chains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure his biggest hit has Drake on it. Um, it was just Fab has it has been alleged that Fab has been throwing shots at Drake for years. Really? I, you know what? This yeah. is a photo shoot for a Jay Z video. I, I think that record Khaled Jay Z feature Future or Future feature mm-hmm. Jay Z. I think this is the video for that song. However, when they come together like that, it does seem like some type of a uh, you know it's conspiracy. Like, let's whatever. get this dude up out of here. It's like the NWO getting together. Like yeah, yeah, was popping. <laughs> but Drake is about like, to get the stinger out of here. <laughs> yeah, but Drake is like Eric Bischoff or, or Vince McMahon. It's like he he's running the game right now single handedly. Like Drake, and, if it was, if it did come to that point, right? Like I said, like even what I said to you, except with the exception of Jay and Pusha, everybody on there, everybody in that picture has done a song and gotten some commercial money because of Drake, right? Yeah, you know, and Drake. Honestly, doesn't need anyone in that picture, including Jay Z, nope. at this point. Like, I he mean, really, Drake really doesn't. Drake's production is so insular. He doesn't need any of the producers attached. He doesn't need uh, any of their names. He definitely don't yeah. need a sixteen from anybody. He like, doesn't need your streaming services. Like he doesn't. <laughs> he don't need nothing. He doesn't need your liquor. Like Drake OVO. Like obviously OVO's Drake party. You know, division Canada yeah. movement got Apple Music. Drake is the biggest rap artist and one of the biggest artists in the world. Not the best. Let's make that clear. But he's the biggest rap artist. We can't deny that. Yeah, he is the and biggest. He, he's the hit king, right? Drake could cough on a beat, stir it up, and sing over that cough, and just, that's a hit record. Bro, he took Cha-Cha. He took I Like to Cha-Cha and made and, Hotline yeah, Play. A, a number he just two took record another record yeah. and then was like, alright, this is going to be a number one for me. Thank you. <laughs> right, so Drake really doesn't need the rest of hip-hop. Drake is single-handedly run hip-hop for the next couple of years. Do him. The Ghost Rider allegations came out. No one cares. He's still running hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So you can't take this unless Jay pulls some type of political, you know, boss man, boss move strings. And but it's I like, mean, right, now who, even I if mean, he is playing, even if he is deciding to play politics with Drake, does that doesn't really affect Drake. Wayne unless Birdman, he Unless he, mm-hmm. like, pulls pop stars and for some reason pop stars stop working with Drake but I mean then that's, yeah the Rihanna's the, yeah but know. I mean he's the reason her record worked no yeah. pun intended no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> nah even though Sex With Me is a fire record off the album good god I know that record was that hard um, Needed <laughs> Me it's hard also but I still think the best record is Same Old Mistakes mm-hmm. um, whole album anti. no I'm really, not saying really... her album's not good but I mean for her single to work it needed Drake no, no, I'm just saying that's a sidebar. That had nothing to do with you were saying. I'm just saying the album's really dope. Yeah. But back to you were saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless you are making a move like that where you pull in a pop star out of mm-hmm. his range and he can't write for, you know, maybe he never writes for Alicia Keys again. But that's okay. There's plenty of artists yeah. who will take a Drake written song 
pr- plenty right. of R and B artists, pop artists that can take an Aubrey Penn song with an Aubrey verse, the Drake stimulus package, and make it work. Yeah, man. So I mean, the picture, like I said, I don't, I don't want to think too much into it, but it does ring a, you know, raise some it eyebrows. It's interesting. Like, hmm. It's interesting. But it's all about perception, man. And listen, even if they were to split up, I doubt it, because a lot of people still are cool with Drake in that video. I mean, in that uh, photo, you got the Fabs, the Callas, the Fugitives. They still hand in hand with Drake allegedly. That's what it looks like to the public. So, I mean, I wouldn't just go to that far as that, you know. It's, but it might be a worry. It might be, you, know, you never know. But. Yeah. It's just interesting. We gotta sit back and see. That's it. We just gotta sit back and see. All right. You know. So since we brought Drake up, let's talk about 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Ah. This is another one. I mean, Drake likes to do this time in your city, wherever that city may be. Yeah. Now it would have been real gangster. He'd be like 3 a.m. in Jersey City. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I would have been crying <laughs> in Jersey Gardens. Like not <laughs> Jersey Gardens. <laughs> no. No Jersey Gardens. Okay. Oh, that's so, AMC Theater. Um. This record, there are tons of shots thrown at Puff Daddy. All types of, I mean, taking songs, Yo, hit lines, on. and remixing them. In. <sighs> yes, no, the song is dope, by the way. The song he, is fire. Yo, he the did the really ha 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 ha, and it was <laughs> hilarious. No way out because like, I'm can already you in. Stop it. smoking, la la, Chubbs, why die, man? Yeah, Drake. Nobody hold me. Yo, Drake. It's a dope record, but it didn't get as much public, you know, recognition I thought it would get. Like, it's not really a lot of people ain't really been talking about it. That's on Twitter. Okay, let quote. me ask. Let me ask you this: um, Do you think it the beat needed to have been harder for that for him to get that kind of attention, or do you think the beat is fine? I think the beat is fine because I know, like it, the beat, but I mean, I'm saying to get Twitter's attention, like what we were just kind of talking about, where it really nah. hasn't gotten the traction that we thought it would. I don't. I don't think so. Cause Drake, we know Drake. So hard or not, we, pause. We know his beats. You know, ain't really going. I mean, zero to a hundred. Yeah, but this is like it's not that type of uh, radio hit record. This is like just a yeah. Light. No, it's not. But I mean, so, okay, you got what, what was the other one? Five a.m. in Toronto was pretty hard. Six yeah, p.m. New I mean, York was all right. Nine yeah, a.m. in da- nine a.m. in Dallas wasn't a hard record. What was the other That's one? That's what I'm saying. There was another one, wasn't there? There's New York, Toronto, Dallas. Wasn't there another city record? Or am I tripping? I, 6 p.m. in New York. Yeah, you just said that one. Okay, Dallas, I New did. York, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, okay. and Calabasas. Yeah, wherever that is. Um, That's in L.A. Like, it's out yeah. in L.A. That's where uh, he said him and Tiger, well, Tiger said he and Drake have houses in the same neighborhood, according oh. to Tiger. But, you know, I believe Drake has one. I don't know that Tiger has one. Maybe Kylie Jenner has one, but... Um, <laughs> no, Tiger making money on the business side. Don't listen. That you music. No, maybe. You check uh, allegedly. Right. Bow Wow too. A lot of you listen. I I believe Bow Wow's getting money. Bow Wow stay with a job, don't he? But um, <laughs> yeah, we ain't talking about. But uh, yeah. Um, Word. Speaking of Bow Wow, Angelus, you know I ain't gonna talk about that. We're not talking. Yeah, about don't hurt you. Don't hurt your heart. No, 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 no. Don't, don't hurt, hurt your yourself. Heart. Shout out to Beyonce. Um, but nah, um, I think the record is dope. Like I said, I don't know why I didn't get as much public recognition. Maybe people's tired of this, you know, or they didn't really want to talk much about it because maybe their beloved Diddy was up there. But you, and we know maybe Diddy. people, you know, maybe people just getting tired of Drake. Maybe that perception yeah. is swinging. Right, in the same quote unquote sound. Maybe you know. Um, but then he dropped the record with Gucci Man. He dropped the record with Khaled. I didn't hear the Khaled record. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, four, 6 p.m. at Calabasas. I said 6 p.m. Gosh, 4 p.m. was dope to me. A um, mm-hmm. lot of Diddy shots, lots of Diddy shots. Some yes. alleged Joe Budden shots. Joe reached to me, but maybe he did have some shots in there. Um, maybe. But yeah, man. It, it, I would say maybe it, the I got a lot to lose in every situation. I'm the bigger, because in every situation, I'm the bigger artist. I mean, right. but that would be with anybody, really. Like, even with Puff, he's the bigger artist. Puff is not a big artist at this point. He's a legendary artist. Don't get that twisted. Legendary, you know, in the sense that his catalog warrants legendary songs. And yeah, obviously he's big his as, tour is He's gone, the hottest. Drake but, is hotter. Drake is the biggest. Yeah, but yeah. Drake is more relevant right now. Puff has history to rely upon. Drake is what pushes the culture right now. And we talking hip-hop, though. We ain't yeah, talking about hip-hop. Just, and hip-hop. Okay, because I'm saying we just talking about the whole embodiment. Like, Diddy's just... Uh, it's... But yeah, I get it. Hip hop, right? I'm saying musically, like okay, obviously, okay. Right, 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 obviously right, right, right. Puff has hands in imaging like, and just the revolt, with, a TV station. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, liquor. Listen, I mean, without acting, what, I mean. without what Bad Boy has put down over the past 20 years, what we see in hip hop right now does not happen. Right. So we're talking. Right. You're, you're so talking about now. So obviously, Drake is is standing on the shoulders of a Puff and of a Jay, but right now, he's, he's ahead of them. them. Yeah. Yeah, so it is what it is. Um, so yeah, um, what do you think about the record, man? Overall, I thought it was very cerebral, very cerebral in the shots. Um, I love the beat. Man. I feel I like I feel like even though he threw a lot of shots, he didn't really show his hand. Mm. He said he said enough to let you know we know. Like he said enough to let people know who he's talking to, but he didn't really say much to the person. He didn't say much to Puff. Why would he go back at Puff? I think they sealed that away. Puff was on a breakfast call, like, yo, we friends. I love Drake. He's my favorite rapper. Did you really like, believe Puff when he said it? <laughs> no, I, Puff, Puff was doing that for like some public image. Obviously. Yeah, I but, think Puff was just like, I don't want no problems. I, he knows. He I, I knows. Know, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not going to say that. But yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. I mean, I like the record. I really do. So we'll see, and, man. Drake and, is- and, and, and like we've, we've seen Drake say that the higher ups conspired to come against him or whatever the line was. Yeah. Like, don't think that, you know, Puff isn't moving cerebrally off of records. And Jay, if he has problems with Puff and with Jay, don't think that they're not working on getting that dude out of there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. He said he's looking for revenge all summer 16. It's the beginning of the summer. <laughs> Yo, hold on. He did. Well, yeah. He did. Oh, uh, I mean, well. Look what he said. We, okay. He dropped the album. We thought he was done. Nah, he dropped the singles. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating a lot more singles from Drake and a lot of summer anthems. And listen, that boy you think he gonna yet. pop up in Mad Cities uh, this summer? Your, well, he got a tour. I mean, no, maybe. I don't mean that. I mean like these kind of tracks. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, I think this is a, this is a certain criteria for Drake. This little series is in whatever your city is, yeah, whatever time it is. So but I don't I mean, think he's gonna you just think he pops up in Virginia Beach. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's gonna waste it all. Like I think he wants to keep it some type of quality in it, instead of just making like ten more. Like nah, let's make it you know one a year, maybe twice. Maybe keep it. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, shout out to Drake OVO. All right, we can sponsor you. So oh, yeah. let's move on. Let's talk about Brandon P. Yeah, man, take it away, man. The artist formerly known as Black Knight. It's the Black Knight. All right, so he dropped the album, self-titled album. And the branding is B-R-V-N-D-O-N-P, all one word. How did you feel about this? 
I didn't get a full listen to it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what I did hear was Limitless. Limitless is fire. I like Chain Gang. Mm-hmm. I must say his E40 song, his song with E40 is better than the E40 and Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's dope, though. And E40 didn't sound bad to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I like the record with Truth, you know? Um, yes. I can, you know, a lot of... Uh, Did you listen to the record with Cray? I didn't hear Cray's verse. I just stopped. He had the second verse on what you get. So that means I listened to the beginning of the song. Like I said, I didn't get much time to listen to this album. I ha- I'm listening to so Word. much other stuff, and one album we're going to talk about in particular. But yeah. nah, you know, um, I like I, production wise, sonically, it's a lot of instrumentation mm-hmm. going on. And I think that's always been a thing with that, it's always I, been a thing with him. When I like, heard that, I, when I heard the instrumentation, I was like, okay, he put some money into this. Like, but I mean, him himself, he plays instruments. Yeah, right, drums, keys. That's always been in the sound. Even back to his his other joints, his older joints. You know. I, you know, I'm gonna be me. I think that's one. Is that one of his records? Something mm-hmm. like that. But he had a fire record, but a lot of his records collectively, it's like this instrumentation sound with synths and you know this futuristic sound. You know, I can tell. Right. I always told. I told him before, like, yo, your Ty Tribbett inspiration. I can see it here in your music. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, and even with the auto tune, like he he's one of the people I don't mind using auto tune. I don't mind him using auto tune because it sounds so dope and no. effortless. Yeah, let me say this. There's a record at the end of the album. I'm not sure which one it is because I kind of was just listening and kind of got there. Like I started with, like I had jumped to act like, you know, just to hear him and Truth together mm-hmm. and kind of just let it run from there. So it mm-hmm. could be Dreaming Over the Clouds or Doors. It's somewhere in there. But he was singing to start the record and I'm like, oh, dope. Who's this singing? And like I went to look and there was no feature. So I'm like, yo, wait a minute. He can sing? I ain't know that. So Look, I was looking at some of them, and one of them was the feature. I'm like, is that him singing or is that some yeah. other guy? I really didn't know. And if it's him singing, he sounded good. Yeah, the dude is dope. Um, um, so I listened to a lot of the ones that had features. So I listened to Soul Cry, that was cool. Um, I listened to Act Like You Know, A L Y K, that was cool. No Fakery was cool. Um, what you get was all right. Working was okay. Yeah, so. That's that's my thoughts so far. Definitely going to give so, this some more lessons though, because I kind of yeah, have just um, been consumed with what we'll talk about a little in a little bit. Yeah, but I know to do raps and sayings and everything, but I didn't, haven't gotten a chance to really get into it. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of Black Knight, well, a Brandon P records to me, it's like you know a lot of turned up, feel good, you know, yeah. hook heavy records, you know, with catchy words. But you know, as far as ly- lyricism and stuff like that, I haven't had a, a while to really get into it, to peer into that. But mm-hmm. it sounds dope, sonically. So that sounds Definitely. good to me. I mean, I'm going to go into it. So it's his own. It's interesting to me. It wasn't no Andy feature, but obviously that was done purposely. And, yeah. you know, uh, I guess to prove, you know, I don't, you know, I don't need I ain't got to rely one. on him for that. Right. And that's not a shot. It's just what it is. I'm sure any understood. You know, every artist wants to really. Yeah, you just want to sprout your own wings. Do it on your right. own. Right. So, so yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, his is dope. Um. It's another project called There's a Lot Going On by Vic Mensa. Um, I know you haven't listened to it yet. Yes, I haven't listened to it, but I will give it a shot, see what it's talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's out the Vic Mensa sound, The Rock Nation. Um, he has a very popular song. Well, he had a very, well, it might still be. You Mad and also Down on My Luck, like some European house type song. Fire record. That's like one of the songs I always play at house parties. Um, but There's a Lot Going On to EP. Um, it's largely centered on uh, police violence and oppression not oppression against the police but like you know kind of like a defense mechanism and firing back um a reflection of the community what's going on he has a song called uh shades of blue talks about the flint water michigan uh flint uh michigan water, water crisis. crisis right um 
and in the song I love, my favorite song is called There's a Lot Going On. And um, it's a song he talks about his life. It's very transparent. It's like a storyteller type song. He talks about everything in that song. And mm. I love the beginning. It reminds me of some Linkin Park, some rock type joint. Like, I mm. love he's so eclectic to me. He can make a house record, sing, rap, touch it in different genres. But Vic Mensa, overall, I like him as an artist. A lot of you heard him already. Um, if you didn't, check it out. Um, he has a, he also has a song called uh, 16 Shots. And mm. it's reflective of the uh, incident in Chicago that happened with Laquan. I believe his oh, name okay. was in the police, and he got yeah. shot 16 times. Remember that video? And they kept mm-hmm. shooting while he's on the ground. And, yeah. You know, how the mayor, and they changed. It was a lot of frustration you hear in that song. Um, and a lot of, you know, here, you know, so um, I like the EP, I would call it, mixtape, because it's like mm-hmm. seven songs. I think it's an EP. Yeah, it's like seven songs, you know. Um, very dope from Vince. Uh, Vince Vic Mensa. I'm about to say Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a dope EP from him, man. Like I said, I haven't had much time to listen to this much also, but there's a lot going on. The last song in that EP is very dope to me. So I'm peeping that, man. And um, yeah, man. So like you said, if you get a chance to check that out, man, and we'll probably talk about it more on the show. Um, a lot of deep issues and stuff he's talking about there. Not just turn up, like really mm-hmm. listen to the music. You know what I mean? So Okay. Let's get into um, the main topic of this show. Um, Let's do it, Christian man. Christian hip-hop heavyweight. Um, a guy who was probably I know was my introduction to Christian hip hop. Pretty sure he was for you as well, right? Mine too. Yep. Mostly okay. a lot of people. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, a lot of people listening probably, or not even just listening. A lot of people in our collective timelines would tell you that the reason why we listen to Christian rap and outside mm-hmm. of G. Craig Lewis scaring us and making us and, listen and to it, even like some people said, yo, he was the first Christian hip hop dude that I thought was dope. Right, he was the main first guy that we heard was like, yo, this is what this sound like? Like, mm-hmm. lyrically, like the faith, sonically, everything was like, wow, this nigga is really rapping. <laughs> like, I can't get this, and I didn't know it's, it existed. You know, I didn't know, yeah. you know, existed, whatever. So he was the first dude that made me think Christian rap was actually dope. I mean, go back to his older stuff, and even to this album now we're about to talk about. Dude was like, yo, dude yeah. got it. So he was my introduction, and um. Yeah. And, and we'll definitely, um, we definitely want to talk about his catalog as a whole at some point. Um, yeah, we're going to go through it all at some point. Yeah, we'll make but we'll that. even, we'll touch on that even a little bit at the end of this, after we finish okay. talking about this record, just where we think it'll place. Um, but obviously we'd have to go and review all those yeah, records. Yeah, so, but yeah. we're talking about none other than The Truth. Yeah, man. Um, man, just... This album is called "Is Complicated." It's complicated. Um, and building up to this album, um, there was a Twitter conversation with Dr. Ravi Zacharias, who is a Christian apologist. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who may not know, an apologist is someone who um, defends the faith, defends right. the Christian faith, um, mm-hmm. kind of in a debate style format. You could, you will probably see, you will most likely see an apologist. Um, or just speaking on panel discussions as a representative of Christianity, answering questions that are, you know, difficult life questions, things where your faith and your life intersect. Um, Doctor AKA, AKA the opposite of G. Craig Lewis. But go ahead. <laughs> so Doctor <laughs> Ravi Zacharias is it's one single. of the. Go ahead. <laughs> so so Doctor Doctor Zacharias. Tom Monteros. He the real terrorist. Go ahead, Yo, go ahead, go ahead. You stupid. <laughs> Dr. Zacharias is one of the um, foremost Christian apologists oh, um, in the world. Right, right. Um, he has mm-hmm. an international ministry, very uh, well-known in Christian circles. Um, and there was a Twitter conversation between he and the truth. 
um, right. which obviously, as you, if you listen to the album or if you follow the truth at, on any of his social media, you'll see that it really was an interview style conversation that they actually did have um, and mm-hmm. are having because I don't think it was a one sh- a one shot deal. From what I'm hearing from the truth, he said that he's learning from Dr. Zacharias. So there seems to be a relationship there, of course, which which is awesome. Um, Very awesome. Mm-hmm. But this album was crafted to handle and answer questions regarding the Christian faith to a hip-hop audience. Right. Meaning, you know, knowing that you're rapping and making hip-hop music and you know that people who listen to hip-hop have certain worldviews um, either that they've learned through hip-hop or had and agree with in within hip-hop. Um, so each of these songs have... Um, some heavy weighty questions to them and some and very it. yes very it. like well needed very important very important album in my opinion so let's let's talk about this album let's start off um i guess we can start off with you the greatest to... need because that's the first song on the album okay right? yeah how do you feel it's... about the greatest need yeah first of all sonically this was dope to me like like i said we're going to talk about it more, but in this album, the truth is back, man. Because, honestly speaking, the album before this... The truth this, is bike. The truth is bike, man. He bike, man. Nah, but the album <laughs> the album before this and the album before that, I'm like, what's going on? Truth. We know you from the legacy, the faith, yeah. and even, even the whole truth was fire. I'm like, yeah, I don't know and, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I, let me, ch- let me jump in real quick, because the last two albums, I was disappointed, and I'm a... Like, I'm... I'm a huge fan of the truth. We're huge fans and of the truth. Have been but so for years. I thought he was washed. I'm like, it's over. It's done. It's oh, done. Man. I really did. Now here comes. It's complicated. Sonically and content wise, it's like and the best of his work sonically and the best of his work. Like the faith, it's reminiscent of the faith and legacy and things like that. Songs like that on that album, but it's also you know sonically, like the uh, whole and, truth. Right, 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 and very relevant and very you know. It's so let let me say this. Okay. Um, I've I've been a, a fan of his, and to the point where I've bought albums on drop days since yeah. the big picture. That was the first one that I bought on a drop day. Um, kind of because I didn't really know the Christian hip hop scene before then when his other albums dropped. So I kind of just came across them as I came across them. Um, yeah. But ever since then, I I have bought albums so that's four albums that I bought on drop days just because of what the highest theme that I've held him to this album right, right, right. I waited on this album mm-hmm. I was like alright I'm going to wait yeah. I, I was skeptical I was like alright I'm going to wait because I'm not sure I'm not sure if yeah. I'm going to like this one as much as I like as I have liked especially the whole truth in my opinion the whole truth was his best album and it we'll was. talk more we'll talk more about Might that after be. we finish this yeah, it might okay. still be, but we'll but give this some, is, I'll give it some yeah. time before I give this that that that, 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 that space. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a contender right, right, right now, right. just off of this first week of listening. Um, so I was a little skeptical, so I just was like, let me just check it on Spotify first and see if I if I dig it, and I do. So I'm gonna go find me a physical copy somewhere. I forgot to find where they at, but I'm gonna go get yeah. me one. Um, so let's talk about the greatest need. Yeah, like I said, you said sonically, yeah, you like turn this up record. Um, and he's asking them questions. You know, he talks about he looks around like, why is this 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 is that? But like, even in the midst of that, you know, mm-hmm. 
Um, I forgot what he said. One good line I want to bring up. I think something about it. The religious, something about religious circle, something. You know, he talks about it like, yo, we're still in need of a messiah, right? Yeah. And the the hook is so dope. Like he was, I don't know what he was saying. But I knew what he was saying. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. Go ahead. No, I know what he's saying. But when I first heard it, I'm like, it was just like it just came out though. You know how future say certain things. You don't know what he's saying, but it sounds dope. Mm-hmm. For me, that's how it was in a hook. Like, you know, need of his blood. Nah, nah, nah. You know, and it was yeah. just so hard to me. Um, And I wasn't fond of that truth because before, I'm like, what is he trying to do? Trying to be, you know, like these newer rappers, which he's really not. I think he really found the balance in this album. Yeah. I think he really he found, found the balance the... of the bars and the catchy hooks. Right. And, and, and a good sonic, like, and it, the good backdrop in music, musically. And it doesn't sound forced, man. It doesn't, it doesn't at all. At all. Um, So, yeah, this record is very hard. What do you think about it, man? I love this Content record. Content-wise, sonically. I love this record. Um, sonically, this joint is hard. And, like, what I really like to do um, is listen to records in my car because I want to hear oh, yeah. how it sounds in my car. I want to see, is my are my windows going to shake when the bass drops? And right, they did. Right. And I'm proud. The, and I'm happy. And I love it. So The mix and the mastering is on point on this album. Yeah, Way man. better than the recent so, albums of recent. Let's... Yeah. I'm going to go to verse two of this song and just read a couple of the bars. I had a dream. I stood on the world stage. It was the Pope, the pastor of the Dalai Lama, and the Imam. They all represented the world's faiths. I looked at God with a weird face because he wouldn't let him in the pearl gates. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. Why would God not allow it? Ain't like they drinking, smoking marijuana. Ain't like they gangbanging. What's the problem? Uh And, I mean, and then he says this. All they ever wanted to do was see his face, stay devoted with sincere faith, only to be disappointed when they got to the top of the staircase. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hard. These are, like these are questions that you know we all have. I, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we all have these questions. Like we do, which but we're reli- all not. Like which religion is right? And there's a song called Religion where he talks about the differences in religions. But mm-hmm. not even what religion is right is like the people that follow these religions, like. We all know and know people that practice other religions, but we see them as good people. We like, yo, right. the dude is cool. He's always respectful. He ain't never yeah, did nothing why, disrespectful. Why would he go to hell? You know, you why, know why God wouldn't accept if, him? If he see know? my kid on the street or he see, you know, my family members, he's always looking out. Like, right. why he got to go to hell? But Or why, why does the Christian faith say that he's going to hell? Um or why does the right. Bible say that? And you know, yeah, man. I I think truth uh, raises questions that we as Christians and a lot of people there aren't brave enough to they aren't brave enough to do it and they won't do it. And a lot of pastors can't even answer your question because I've been in circles. You ask a pastor a question, he get mad for one because he don't know it, and for two, he like just get out of my face, man. I'm like, don't you mean get out your face? You gonna answer this? But what I'm saying is. We we're not we aren't brave enough, but we all have these questions. I have these questions. I'm still at a place I'm finding myself currently. You know, I'm not away from the faith or anything, but it's still like, all right, I have these questions. God, what is this? What is that? And I think truth theologically, even philosophically, low key, you know, brings up a lot of points that we think about. Like even now, as Christians, we struggle. Obviously, we believe that heaven, hell, God said this in the Bible. We believe this third day word of God, right? But even then, we're like, okay, the character of God, God, why? And he made a great point in his periscope. Dr. Um, Ravi uh, Zacharias, he was saying, like, Jesus didn't come to make bad people good or good people, you know, better. He came to make dead people live, you know, and that was a dope quote he made, and it's so dense. Like, that's so, like, 
you know, it's so weighty. Uh, so it's important questions, man. It's something we all struggle with. And not just this line you're going to bring up, but a lot of lines in these songs, in this album in itself. You know he's at found in his foundation, right? By listening mm-hmm. to his album. But you can still tell, like, you know, he's asking questions. And I think for so long we've been taught to demonize and look down on those who ask questions or oppose what we believe in. Just, and we, don't don't answer that. Don't talk about that. That's the devil. Run. No, why don't you engage them and talk to them? It's okay to agree to disagree. And it's okay to learn and understand different perspectives of the world. And I think for so long we've been closed-minded. And some of us are still closed-minded, you know, and we're so narrow-sighted as an I. And don't get me wrong. You're going to believe what you're going to believe in, right? And, you, and you're, you're firm in that. But it's like what Truth was talking about. Like, yo, even on this periscope, like, yo, I've been through all this. And I was so, like, closed-minded and stuck in a box at one point to God, you know, change my perspective, allow me to see him greater and see him and people greater and the world greater and how the world works and understand his ways greater. So, yeah, it gets deeper as the album goes. So we're going to the next song, man. For I, I'm not preaching today. I mean, <laughs> unless y'all give me an offering. I'm not. <laughs> I accept PayPal. <laughs> Where does born? I, 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 no, nah, I don't charge. I'm, I'm, let's talk about so, um, mixed signals. The next song, mixed signals. Mixed signals. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But um, yeah, man, this song is hard too. It, co- it comes with the police siren. Shout out to Natalie Sims, man, aka um, Su- well, FKA Susie Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, she was my old du- woman crush Wednesday. But um, <laughs> I, I I don't think she can Shoot do any shot on the low. No, she was my old. She was my old woman crush Wednesday. You know, she was. She remembers. Um, but nah, she was. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Um, need them aside. Um, I think I'll, she can't do no wrong on a hook for me. It's very few people that can't do no wrong on hooks. Yo. Drizzy, Natalie Sims. Uh-huh. You know, Spazzy. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Xavier Omar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's very few people. Jr. <laughs> yeah, Jr. That that kill hooks. You know what? You know what I mean? So like, I love yeah. this record. Um, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna get a content of it, but I'll let you go. Take it away. No, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, you know, she did a great job with the hook all over this album. Every hook she did was great. Yeah, she killed it, bro. She's so good. I, I honestly, Her though, is crazy I too. was looking for JR. I was like, yo, where's JR? Like, I good did, ex- I did expect the JR on one of these. Courtney songs. Orlando, Courtney Orlando, yes, I'm say sorry. his name. I'm sorry, say his name. <laughs> All right, Cassius. Respect. respect Courtney respect. Orlando. My bad. My bad, Courtney. Courtney Orlando. And he's still, and the brother song is still dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, what Mixed Signals is talking about, you know, who is God? Is he love or is he wrath? Is it Old Testament God? Is it New Testament God? It, how are they the same? That's the it's, question that's um, posed and answered on this song. Is this the one he says, God alive? Is he alive? Is he alive? Is he alive? That was hard. Like, and I want to bring that up also, right? A lot of people say that was hard. Truth still, let's talk lyrically. All right, we're going to talk about that later. Truth is still, you know, um, crazy with the bars. Yo, yo, what time the game come on? Side note. Huh? No? What time the game come on? Nine. Yeah, yeah, okay. We good. But yeah, um, (laughs) yeah, we good. Uh, (laughs) We still going to get this out though, because this is important, right? But, um, he said, is, is God a lie or is he a lie? Like, that was hard, bro. Like, you, you know what I mean? So, truth is still one of the best of the pens, but I like that question, right? Because a lot of people, for so long, you've heard, right? Mm-hmm. God, it's the same thing. We call him different. Allah, you know, Confucius, uh, uh, Osiris, Jesus, the mm-hmm. same thing. We look at him differently, which isn't yeah. the truth. Because your interpretation of God and your Hindu or Muslim or Christian faith is way different from each other. Mm-hmm. My interpretation of God in a Christ, Christian perspective is way different than your interpretation interpretation of God in Hinduism or Judaism mm-hmm. or, or you know um 
Oh, Islam. Right. So that's something important to point out because a lot of people say that he did the same thing. We just call them different names. No, that's not the reality. You know, yeah. um, and I think that's who was touching on kind of to a mixed signals. Like we all got this perception of God, you know, and so I, I think it's a really dope song, man. Dr. Zacharias obviously is talking again in an interlude and I don't think it's forced either. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like out of place with him talking up here. Like it's you know. not like they really masterfully crafted these interview segments into these songs. Right, right. Masterfully. I love how true. Yeah, he's asking these questions, man. A lot of people ain't gonna ask these questions, man. I get deeper than this. It's just. Let me go to the next song. Judge, man. Yes, Judge. Right. So Judge, he talks about obviously, the world thinks only God can judge me. Um, Hip hop has said it for a long time. Starting was it start? Did Tupac start that? It probably didn't start it, but he definitely made it famous. He it Not definitely famous, was but... one of his, the quotes that's <laughs> his, attributed to his Tupac first. <laughs> yeah, that um, and, yeah. Yeah, so he talked about, you know, aren't, aren't y'all judging us when you say that we judge and you have a conception of who the church is, what the church is about, but you never interacted with the church on a real level. Um, and then he's like, you know, he listed a bunch of organizations, um, Salvation Army, Red Cross. Um, there were some other ones he named as well. but I, Right, the, right. I'm forgetting. Right, he but he named them, I think, at the end of the song. He's like, those were all us. Yeah. Why y'all mad at us? Because we put the cross up. What about all the good stuff we did? Like, basically saying, y'all, y'all hold the, the broken spots of the church. You hold the hypocritical, uh, the hypocritical aspects of the church that you see in people. You hold that against the church, but you don't give credit where credit is due when it comes to what the church has done that has positively impacted this world. Right. That has it, helped it, you at times. When we stay right. And one of the things he was right. like was we um came to the hospital when the judge said, when the uh when the doctor said there was no hope and we prayed for God's divine protection while you was locked in prison. Like, yeah. This happens. There's Christians out there doing this, praying for people when they're sick, praying for people when they're imprisoned. Right. But and that doesn't the- that doesn't go that doesn't it doesn't get publicized like the the unfortunate things that have happened by people in the church. Because I won't even say by the church. I'll say by people in the church. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Um, and I think that goes how people view God also sometimes. Like mm-hmm. when, when bad things no happen, doubt. where was God? School shootings, uh, hurricanes, where was God? But when babies mm-hmm. are being born and miracles and stuff, somebody, uh, you know, by God's will, just got this close by being hit by a car, we don't yeah. give God praise for the great things. We just you know, say, we don't oh, acknowledge the good things. We, we, but we acknowledge the bad. Luck. We chalk it up to luck. Like like atheists turn into believers when bad things happen. Where's God? How can you let this happen? But it's, it's, you're atheists, right? If but he like ain't when dead, bad why things, why you calling them? Why are you talking to them? It, it, it baffles me, right? But um, yeah, man, I think that was a dope concept. And also with the whole, you know, only God can judge me. We all judge each other. Yeah, whether we want to believe it or Every not, day. it's all and we Christian do. or not, we judge each other. If you look into the deeper perspective of it, we all judge each other. We all hold each other accountable. So if you see somebody with something me. you think that shouldn't go together on in their clothes, they got a pair of shoes on with a shirt you don't think matches. You judging them? Yeah, we all Why judge. You, wear that? you ain't got no fashion sense. No, maybe they're just that's just their fashion sense. It's unique yeah, to that person, judge. maybe. That that's a cop out, man. And we all judge in context. So absolutely, I think I was. So, um, why so serious, man? With KB, your boy KB, right? I enjoyed this song. <laughs> I did. I didn't want front. And honestly, this yo, song is does, hard. Does yo, he have? Is coming let me ask it, you bro. this: Does he have a verse, or is he no, just on the hook? I try to distinguish that. That's yeah, because like he's truth was sounded like KB. Yeah, why well, he's so serious? 
He was killing it though. Now he was Yo, killing it. He killed the hook. I'm I'm with it. My younger sister loves this song. We play this in the car and just dab and all that. You know, the beat. <laughs> but you know, you, you know the part when so the beat. old. We play this in the car and we dab. Nah, no, we dap. How the dude say we dap? It's called dap. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's dap. what the kids do. It's called dap. You know the sports analyst. No, guy. Chris. He said it's bapping. No, Chris Carter. He said it was bapping. Dude, we bap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We bap. We be bapping in the car. But nah, um. <laughs> This is a dope song, right? And we always bat, except when the beat stopped and I get confused that the song is over and he come back in. I was like, well, all right. You know, I just kept yeah. dabbing. But um, nah, dope record. With K- I would love to hear KB first, yo, but I think he played it. Yo, right now, what? he's four for four so far. Who? True for yeah, these true. songs. He's four for four to start yeah, this album. Yeah, the album started off real strong, bro. It's, it's really starting off strong, man. And I'm surprised. Yeah. And I went into this album. And all of these yo. joints, well, Judge is kind of mellow. But greatest needs, mixed signal, why so serious, all trap hard. Yeah, like, I was records. surprised going in. I'm like, yo, these are actually good songs. Like, yeah. these are actually good songs. Like, I wasn't expecting this. But why so serious is dope with KB, man. Um, yeah. Very reminiscent uh, sonically of like the greatest need kind of mixed signals, kind of like the similar vein, but different. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, dope though, man. So let's go to religion with Doctor uh, Rice. This is the record where he talks about the differences in religion. Um, right, right. The difference. Mono- yeah. And if you listen to the portions with Dr. Ravi Zacharias, he talks about monotheism, polytheism, mm-hmm. um, the triune God, which is what Christians believe in, is the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, um, or oh, Holy Ghost in certain yeah, circles. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it just kind of wrestles through the differences in these religions. Um, yeah, man, and I appreciate True for making this and people that actually yeah. choose to delve deeper inside the religious circle because this is your religious preference, orientation, whatever you call yourself, right? Your life is basically all about that. Before, beginning, during, you know, after, whatever, your life is based on your religion. Christian, Islam, whatever you believe in, that's really your life, right? Mm-hmm. So I think all focus and more important should be done in that, even with research, because a lot of us are too content and just accepting, like, oh, my grandmother took me to church. My father was a Muslim. I'm this and I'm that because they was that and I'm reading my Bible and praying, which is good. That could be your, you know, but I, I appreciate people that bring up questions that challenge perspectives because I love challenging perspectives. I love my challenge. Right. And I'm all for asking questions and not that I think I would know everything because I won't know everything. No one would know everything on this earth. Right. But I'm all for knowledge and understanding. Right. And I think, you know, um, I forgot that uh, passage in the Bible saying, you know, my, you lack Lack of study, lack of knowledge, something like something like mm-hmm. that. Um, my people perish for lack of knowledge. I think that's what it was. But Tony said, "I can't help you right now." Like, <laughs> I don't know. My what's people up. die. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Right. I just spoke that. Um. Yeah. So I think it's really. Imp- I think it. it's. I know, man. I, I think it's really important, man. Um, to delve deeper, you know, in the study and to know what you're believing in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's false, but challenge yourself. Ask yeah. questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions about not just life, religion, God, ask God. You, yeah. Everybody says it's, it's not wrong to ask questions and to ask why. You know, that's why we're so stuck in so many, there's so many traditions and things we do as humans and as Christians and stuff yeah. we follow. We're like, why are we doing this? I don't know, because we always did it, but why? I've always been that why guy. My former church probably liked me because I always ask questions, like secular music and this and that. I'm like, why are we doing this and this is that? Not to be... You know, picky or contrarian by nature. But you want to that know, you want to know why you're doing something, and that's yeah, really fine. And that's what truth with religion. We're like, okay, God, I became a Christian because I was curious. My mother raised us up, obviously, but I'm like, I, right, 
I'm at this age. What am I doing? Why do I believe in this? Why do I believe in this Bible? Who wrote this Bible? Mm-hmm. What's the literary, you know, um, intricacies? Uh, what, yeah, let me study philosophy. Let me. I study theology, philosophy, atheism, Gnosticism, Hinduism. I study all these things. And I currently, you know, study and look at articles here and there because I'm always one for knowledge. I mean, I come off as a clown because I do joke a lot, right? <laughs> but when it comes to that side of things, right, I've always been studying, even reform theology, charismatics. Mm-hmm. I study and look at stuff and I have my perspective on life and it challenged me to grow deeper, you know, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I ain't mean a gun in my soapbox, man. That's why I'm gonna have me talking, man, because I always have these nah, conversations, man. That's that's what this is here for. Exactly, exactly. Thank, thank you, true, for your listening. Um, <laughs> but religion, man, dope, man. I think we all have these questions as Christians. And you very know, mellow. Very. It, I think this song was purposefully mellow and purposefully placed here after, you know, three or four, three of the first four songs are real hard turn up records. Um, right, right. This one was meant to be like, all right. Bring your mind down. Let's think about some things real quick. Even though you yeah. should be thinking throughout this whole thing because it's so jam-packed with thought-provoking thought. Um, yeah, and, tra- and different trains of thought. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, different. Really? Yeah. On a score. No, I'm joking. Oh, I thought juice, you, you know. Uh, it could be. Yeah. Because when be you said it, I was good. like, yo, what? That would have been dope, though. Yeah. I mean. All right. But, um, so let's move on to the next song, Misconceptions. Jeez, this song is hard. Yeah, man. I haven't Yo, had a rent. Yeah. When he starts off one song this record, bad yet. When he starts off this record with Biggie said that when I die, I want to go to hell because I'm a Life piece city. of mess and it ain't hard to tell. I don't want to yeah. go to heaven with the goodies, man. I want to go to hell with the dudes in black hoodies. Black hoodies. Yeah. Like <sighs> just the way that pop. just the way that it sat on the beat was beautiful, man. Yo, truth. His cadence and his flow, his delivery, like when he got it, he got it. Like Ooh. these past two albums, I don't know what's going on, but this is reminiscent. Like, truth. I, I would love to know how many takes it took him to get the cadence down. Like, or did he listen to this beat the first time and was like, "I got the cadence. I'm doing it. I'm ready." Like, yo, is this we talked about John Lennon too and the Beatles? Like, if I'm in hell and I find yeah, that there's a guy, let me, he let wrote me a score, letter. Let, let me write this. Uh, yeah, let's talk about. The, about let's take the mm-hmm. uh, let's take the murder and the Beatles story. They shot John Lennon, died prematurely. Every heart will bear for these loved ones. They shot him dead before he reached his 40s. He wrote a note, oh, is Jesus, is, oh, is Jesus for me? I just want to know if God is real. It's a quote and it's been reported. If he is, then I want out of hell. It's such a shame when it gets distorted. Yeah, we talking yeah, about man. a loving, whatever. I think that's a typo, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a typo. You shout out, rap shout out to Rap Genius. Rap Genius? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rap you, Genius for the title. What you use your Spotify, the little Rap Genius Spotify joint? Nah, I'm but, just um, on the Spotify. I mean, the Rap Genius app. But yeah, man, um, I, he, he's bringing up quotes from a lot of musical figures in his song and talking about a lot, but a couple like you know they're saying this and mm-hmm. the skepticism basically. It's, it's sitting around skepticism and misconceptions, you know. And as I was saying earlier, like getting knowledge and asking God and studying, you got to come to the point where your faith is grounded though, and you understand. And and honestly, some people it's a lifelong journey, still mm-hmm. finding and searching. But you got to come to the point when you got to experience with God for yourself and it comes uh, firm and grounded in your belief because you don't want to be skeptic and have skepticism all the way to your grade and having quotes when you're written. It's too late at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're writing, I'm going to leave this essay behind. Let the people read it. Now, if I die in hell, tell God I want to go to heaven. No, it doesn't work like that. And I'm not knocking that train of thought that made them that way because everybody has their own journey. But mm-hmm. skepticism can be kind of dangerous if you let it constantly you know, dictate your perspective on life. But... Misconceptions and hard song, man. Yo, and, and what I love about this song is so let me tell the topic because I didn't do that. 
This yeah. topic is about the reality of hell. Yeah, man. The misconception that there is no hell that is preve- prevalent in hip hop. Um, but of, what Jay I, said that before. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about this is the record is hard, but the hook is soft. Yeah. Like I love yeah, the interplay between the the drums dropping in like at the beginning of the verses and then it settling down into the hook. All these misconceptions. Like there's just yeah. dope. Dope, 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 dope. And Yeah, this is dope, man. Dope record. Then it go from that to next song Heaven. Song about hell. Whew, yeah. To about heaven with Christian Yo, Gray. Let me say this. The first singing note, in the commercials. The first note that Christian Gray hits it sounded like an old Jodeci record in the sense of the vocals, the way the vocals were recorded. Mm. I heard I Casey. I heard Casey Haley for a second, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, hold up, nah!" Like I'm think. Like, first, I thought it was a sample, and I'm like, "Wait," because I don't know if I, I think I did. I show you that I may have, but Casey Haley used to sing with his family. Used to sing gospel records, so I'm like, "Yo, right. did he sample an old Casey Haley record?" Yeah. Probably could have, but Chris but, Gray is that dope of a vocalist. I so see. Probably could have, but Christian Gray is that dope of a vocalist. Yeah, that, you know, it was sound perfect. And Christian Gray worked on them on his recent album too. No, the one before that, Love, Hope, and War. He actually did a cover art too. Um, but yeah, this album is. I mean, this song right here, Heaven, is dope, man. Um, so piercing. The hook, you can hear the passion in his voice. Christian Gray, he does no wrong in my book. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a dope record, man. He talks about heaven and the gates and everything. And I love how truth is not. You know, he's jumping and, and keeping everything connected, though, how he talks about doubt, relief, hope, failure, fear, joy. Like, mm-hmm. he talks about everything and up to here. And all the, you know, points as Christians we bring up in our walk. So I'm glad he's publicly confessing this and talking about, you know, what's been on his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, and this is, dope, a, this is an up-tempo but mellow track. Up-tempo right. in terms of the drum pattern, but mellow mm-hmm. in the terms of the groove. Let's yeah, talk man. about the reason. Feel alright. Smooth, baby. It's yeah, smooth, very smooth, baby. I text yo, I text you when this came out. Yo, he's skating on the hook. Like, yo, the hook is dope. Like when this came out, I'm like, yo, he's killing yeah. this hook. This hook. This, this hook. And he's singing, but it's not like singing. It's, like, it's just like a lazy. I feel like I'm in London. You know, I'm gonna edit that riff out if it ain't too good. But um, I'm gonna really sing this podcast for y'all. Y'all gonna really see like, oh, this nigga really can sing. And True gonna want to sample it and use it. We'll talk about that. But uh, the reason is dope, man. Um, he has yeah. his daughter saying, "Daddy, what's the reason?" You know, why even the ch- children. Yeah, yo, the children were like, "Yo, Daddy, why you believe in God?" Your children ask you something. Somebody asks you the simplest of questions, and it's so vast, it's so deep. It's like, yo, why do you? Why do we have? A, why does the tree talk? And I mean, honestly, you? this is a question <laughs> like, that all Christians, all believers, should have. Why? Why do you? Why? You know, and a lot of people look at you with a blank face, like, you know what? I really don't know. Well, they say, well, I was raised in a church. He did this for me. Because he raised your... me out the muck and mire and placed my feet right, on I'm... solid ground. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And it's, gotcha. nothing, it's nothing, and it's nothing wrong with that. I'm it's... just joking, but it's nothing wrong with that. No, if it's that's nothing really, wrong with your personal if that's experience. Really, if that's really why you do. But right. it is used as a cliche. It is, you know, and it's nothing wrong with your personal experience. And you're telling me how personally he, he saved you. And I think in a perspective of coming, like, someone that needs, that wants to know theologically or, like, wants to know philosophically or wants to know just period, you know, on mm-hmm. life. Like, it's like, you know, anthropology, whatever you want to throw in there. It's like, why do you believe in God? Well, he did this for me. Okay, that's great. But give me something, like, historically um, speaking or whatever, the Bible, the intricacies. Tell me something. Why do you believe in God? What makes this real? 
uh, science, whatever. How do you mesh the two? Yo. So if you get a more intellectual approach to it, probably helps certain people. Because you know, you can tell somebody, he yeah. raised my feet from solid ground. They're like, okay, that's great. But why do you, like, why yeah. is God real? You know, and I get your personal experience, but I think when you come collectively and look at it from a perspective that covers the earth, life itself, and everybody in a collective manner, I think that gives you a better, it helps you execute better, you know, and, um, but let's move, let's move on to copycat. Copycat is a record. Um, <laughs> copycat is a record that, um, I'm sorry. I was an insider somewhere that has nothing to do with it. Okay. So copycat, copycat but, um, is a record, um, that weighs the question about, the Bible being plagiarized um, yes. over Osiris, Horus, etc., Egyptian um, gods and goddesses, and right, like man, just yeah. And he he talks about it, yo. I yeah. think he talks about he slammed he 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 read something. Basically, is Christianity Christianity mirroring Egyptology? Because Egyptology mm-hmm. and Osiris and Heru and all that stuff, King Tut and all them different religions, you go deep in it. Um, ancient, you know, Egyptology, whatever, it, 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 they have virgin births. They have things like that. And, you know, then he brings mm-hmm. up an um, interlude in a song. He talked to Dr. Zacharias. He was like, yeah. well, it's same with mythology. You know, with mythology, I know it's mythology. C.S. Lewis, you know, he quoted C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And every history, I know it's history. So I guess they were trying to allude the two together, alluding to that. Mm-hmm. But it makes you think, because Truth said he closed his Bible for about a couple of weeks. He felt kind of puzzled. Kind of, he dropped his heart because he went back in history and found some things that hold up is Christianity just a remake of this is Islam you know is everything just reiterating itself mm. you know um, and that's what he, the questions he was asking I had those questions at one point I still got questions about certain things myself right yeah but and like is this a copycat are we just getting this is this what master gave us and we're believing this and maybe God used the bad for his good and maybe that's how we got it but why would someone give you a bible that doesn't care about your worth and mm-hmm. I don't, it's all types of questions that make you think like this is even real. What am I doing here? Yeah. I think Truth nails it perfectly, and like you know, with the copycat song and 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 how it's not mirroring, in an absolute sense, not mirroring, mirroring mm-hmm. the religions of the old. And it, this is very important, man. It makes you think, man. That's what I like about this album. It's dope sonically, and it's really dope sonically. But I think content-wise, it makes you think and thoughtful. it pushes your mind, very and it's thoughtful. very thought-provoking. And I think mm-hmm. that's even greater about this album. It's, you know, and um. Yes, this album is very thoughtful. Very, very thoughtful. Very thought-provoking, man. It's stuff, like I said, I wrestled with it and I questioned myself. I'm like, yo, you don't think I was researching stuff and ancient Man, listen, yeah. you got to study and, you know, know thyself, you know. Keep God in the midst of it all, though, because, listen. So, let's hop, yeah, let's hop on this next record. It's called Color Purple. Yeah, Color man. Money. I'm just kidding. Uh, Color Money. <laughs> but, let's... This is the record that is causing a little bit of a stir online if yeah. depending on the circles you see or are in um and it's causing stirs because i i look at it like this so let me talk about how i feel about the record and then why it's causing a stir i feel like this record is truth kind of crucifying his old mindset his old yes his old yes. ways his old thoughts his old stances and um, allegiances um, and I say that because he talks about I'm letting go of my beef with Creflo my thoughts about mm-hmm. Creflo Dollar's ministry forget about it I'm not talking about him no more right I'm listening you know I'm, I've given Joyce Meyer a listen or a few and he's resonating with it well yeah. like, and it's, it's impacting like, my like, life 
right. It's truth that's impacting my life. Um, I've listened to T.D. Jakes, and I was told not to listen to these people. That's how mm-hmm. I was taught in my church, in my religious background. Demonized, I was taught man. to not listen yeah. to these people because they have said things that were doctrinally off. And that's not to say that the things that they said that were doctrinally off were not not doctrinally off. But there are there are some truths that they do um, expound they do upon, that yeah. they uphold and expound upon that could still change your life. <laughs> there, are view, yeah. there are views that you may be blind to that they have that you may need. And that's not to say that everything that anybody says is what you need. There is no pastor that you can take their words 100% and say, this is exactly what I need. You need to scrutinize anything that anyone says to you. Yeah, yeah. Not one theological camp has the end-all, be-all on God. Mm -hmm. I don't give you a And that's the point of this song. That's the point of this song. Not one, exactly, thanks. Like, not one theological camp has the full end all be all. I don't care if you're Matt Chandler, you're 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 a Piper Flock, you team T D Jakes, Team Creflo. You love John team MacArthur. Kearney Thomas, whoever. All right. All right. <laughs> G Craig, listen, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But not not one camp of theology. I hate Somebody when people gonna think be mad at you. Listen, you left, listen. You left him out. He's gonna be mad. Seiko, shout out to Seiko. <laughs> but not <laughs> Seiko my man, I'm really texting like, yo man, what's up? Nah, but um not one theological camp has the end all be on God. No, I hate once when, when one camp, whether it's reform, charismatic, think, oh, this is God. This is what God is. This is what he does. This is all. He would do nothing different. That's it. If you don't believe it, you're condemned. I'm like, no, bro. I used to have that same mindset. You know, oh, before I was reformed, oh, this is wrong. That's dumb. How do you going to say God chose everybody? God did this and it's God's will. Don't we got a choice? Then I was reformed for a while. Then it's like, hold up, look back at that. So this is all on the mental stimulation, but when it comes to the emotional stimulation and like the spiritual gifts and stuff, you're not really rocking with that. Y'all mm-hmm. got a past in slavery. Y'all got a past in, you know, black destruction in a way, you know, but both sides got its pros and cons. That's life, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's about the balance, right? And I, I think the what keeps the balance is the truth, you know, and not heresy and not what goes against what you believe in. As long as your beliefs from either side doesn't conflict with that, Biblical truth, then that's different. But like truth said in Periscope, what's the difference between a false teacher and someone that teaches something false at one moment in time? I've said something wrong at one moment in time. My pastor, my former pastor, I go to Bedside Baptist now, so I don't got no pastor. No, but seriously, <laughs> any... <laughs> my pastor's the pillow. Pastor Pillow and First Lady Headboard. Nah, but seriously. All right. At one point all in the time, right. at one point in the time, right... We all said something false. Your favorite teacher that says something, if I can look it up, Piper, uh, freaking T.D. Jakes, Creflo, Zachary, they all said something crazy. But I won't write them off as a false teacher. It's a difference, like True said, between someone that's a false mm-hmm. teacher and a heretic, between someone, that teaches something so, between someone that teaches something false at that time and moment. So I think, you know, and color purple is important. Let me say the reason why this is called the color purple is because there's a line where he says, I ain't trying to be red and I ain't trying to be blue. Meaning I'm not trying to be on either one side of this debate. I want to find mm-hmm. the truth because it's somewhere in the middle. And if you blend red and blue, you'll get purple. The color purple. So that was hard, man. Truth. Like I said, lyricism, he has on point. The content sonically. But I get what he's saying, man. It's about balance. You can learn from everyone. Like I said, as long as you got and, that value. And I want to say, I want to shout out him, shout out his humility and, you know, <sighs> recanting publicly things that he said publicly before because he apologized he, he didn't Mary, nec- Mary yeah, all that he didn't necessarily have to come out and say I've apologized to these people 
um, or learn things from these people. He didn't have to. Yeah, not at all. He really, he didn't, and that that shows that know, shows growth. maturity and it shows yes, yes. grace. The grace that we need is the grace that yeah. we need to give. Exactly, man. Exactly. Great point. And yeah, man. Like I said, we can learn from each side, man. I was closed minded at one point. First came into faith. Everything's a devil music. Yada yada. You know, you all you stuck in your mindset. You're narrow sighted as a Christian first coming in. Then you learn yeah. more. Then you live a little. Then you got, you know, shows you things and you live mm-hmm. a little and you learn things. You're like, hold up, I can learn from each side. No one has the end all be all. Like no I'm getting something from everywhere. So you know what I mean? So it definitely is different. When you live and you ask God to change your perspective and, and it feeds you more and open your eyes more, you start to see world different. Um, life differently. So, let's talk about true. this last record. Yeah, it's called the Vow. This is a dope yeah. record. I like it. I like the record. I like the record. This I don't play a, as much as the other is, records. This is a wedding reception record, yo. It is, you know. Um, and it's probably my least played song on the album, though. Like, Absolutely. I don't dislike the because song. it I don't doesn't like the song. I don't think it fits with the theme as it, as much as the rest of the songs do. Yeah. It kind of deviates mean, from the theme. Maybe it maybe. Because I'm looking at it as a song to, like, his wife. Maybe that's why I think that. But, I mean, honestly, I, I might have to listen to it again to see if it can fit this way. But it could be a song in the vein of Jesus speaking to his bride, the church. Right. It's, it's the vow. So, I mean, yeah. or so to it, his wife. It, yeah. it could both, I was both, thinking both about him to his wife in kind of a horizontal way. But it could be a vertical record. So, I'll have to yeah, check you know it they- out. Instead of the CCM songs at end, at the uh, at the end of every album, they gotta put like the "I Love You" songs at the end of every album. So, this... <laughs> nah, but not nah, this song. <laughs> nah, but this is dope, though, man. I, better have I a like record on your new album. Get it stupid. Get it. To... <laughs> man, man, shout out to marriage. Um, Word. but the vow, uh, the vow is dope. It's not my, uh, you know, the least. It is the least played song. Every it other is. song I play, I don't mind. I have no skips on this album. Like I said, I might skip yeah, the vow. I don't skip. I like. I, I don't have like. To skip. I may start the. I may start like if I'm not listening and I and I pick up the album, and be like, all right, I want to listen to this. I may start right. somewhere, but I don't skip once it plays. Yeah, it, it's good. Like the I legit because I listen to all types. So I'm from the internet to Anderson Pat to Molly, you know, to James mm-hmm. Blake. But I can throw True Fright in that circle because sonically it fits. It's, he got something now. I'm like, yo, this can rock with that. But not only that, content wise, mm-hmm. the space where I am right now in life, where my mind is, yeah. it, it feeds that. You know, it challenges me. It helps me to you know, to ponder upon things. You know, yeah. it's dope when you not just get it in your looking and your research, but you can get it in your music mm-hmm. also. And that's dope to me. Um, Truth, good job on the album. Um, I like the album. Obviously, yes. it just came out, so we need more time with it. But I'm liking what I'm hearing, man. And I'm championing this. This is a dope album. Yeah. Shout out to Truth, man. Same here. I love, I, I love this album. Um, it's probably been... It has been what I've been listening to about like 95% of the time since yeah, it's been same. out. Um, and I'll say this. This album has like sparked me to get back into reading more. Um, mm. This And some conversations with my wife. Love you, wifey. Um, but just to reading more, and so the first book that I decided to pick up was Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Mm. So I've been reading that. Mm. I started yesterday. Um, going to continue and do some more today when we get off of here. But just really dope. Um, just dope to see how some things are laid out in the book. I've had the book for years and just didn't read it. Um, but one of the things he talked about was the phrase, love the sin, but hate, um, love the, love the sinner, but hate the sin. Uh-huh. And he talked about like how odd he thought that to be before he was a believer, talking about C.S. Lewis. And he said, yeah. then it occurred to me that there was one person with 
with who I did this with, with no problem myself. He said, though I hated some of the things that I did, I hated my own cowardice. I hated my own, you know, all of these things that we do. We hate some of the things that we do, but we never stop loving ourselves. Like we can divorce that, but we find it hard to do that with others. So I just thought that was thought. That wow, was, that challenges us, man. That really yeah. challenges us as humans because yeah. we look at people doing vile things, quote unquote, in our point of view. Because we mm-hmm. choose what's work. even though we say there's no sin worse than the other. We we as humans, we always devalue something and raise something up and esteem something high. That's what we do, right? But we can really a lot of these crimes that's going on as a Christian, right? This is not your worldview, then that's different, right? But mm-hmm. like, as Christians, it's like, all right, well, aren't you supposed to love the sinner? We say that with ourselves, we always do it. But it's like, yeah, yo. How can we really get that out to other people? How are we living that out? You know, and it's hard. It's one thing speaking no it, and it's one thing living it out. So, like I said, this, this album is raising questions and inspiring us. Like I said, you get back to re- your reading. I'm getting back to my uh, new version scriptures. Um, <laughs> Word. Nah, nah, gotta but it's somewhere. like, no shit. Gotta start somewhere, man. Um, and we all challenge. Like I said, y'all got questions about this and the faith. We're all questioning. Some of you are not questioning, and you are, you know, and it's we not wrong with not. And this is yeah. one thing that we can say we all don't know it all. We all have something we don't know. It's all a journey. And some of you are content with not knowing certain things and going with the flow. That's you. But if you're... <laughs> no, no, no. But that's you, right? <laughs> but if you steam to know more and you want to know more about life, this thing called life and mm-hmm. God, this Bible, this religion, and this world of religions and this world history and there's thousands or millions of years, however you look at it, if you want to yep. learn more, first of all, you pray and ask God, right? Second of all, do your research, study, ask questions, dialogue. That's what life is all about, learning and understanding. It's a beautiful thing, man. You can yeah. stay content. You can stay where you are. But it's a beautiful thing in learning and knowing and understanding God through nature, through life, through music, through film. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, man. Um, but we, we the album is dope. Um, y'all give us y'all respect. Definitely. I said respect. Y'all give us y'all response. <laughs> yeah, respond. Let us know how you feel about the album. Um, let us know how you feel about Brandon P's album, Vic Mensa's album. Um, talk to us about 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Drug dealers yeah, anonymous, oh, and the NBA when uh, Golden State is up three zero, let let them know Tony T so sent you. Yeah, man. So um, go on iTunes, comment, <laughs> rate, subscribe. Um, you know, go on our Instagram page, hit us up on Twitter. It ain't really about us. Hit the sh- the uh, show handle up at two the number two T W O tones. So T, I'm sorry, the number two T W O T O N E S. Yeah, two tones. That's the Twitter handle. Hit us up there, man. Regular accounts you could if you want, but really hit us up there. Word. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on iTunes. We love y'all. We out. Be blessed. We coming back soon. Let me get back to the third heaven. No, I'm joking. We out though. Peace.